Welcome back, everybody. This is the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 23. Uh, checking in, this is your host, Julian Gores, co-host, Danny Reich. Gang. We got Justin in the background. We're going to talk with him later. But right now, we got Keezy Hardaway from the Keezy Hardaway Podcast with us uh, via FaceTime. How you doing, bro? Hey, what's up, what's up, man? First time caller, long time listener. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing much, man. How you been? I'm good, man. I'm chilling, man. Thank you for having me on. Finally, after last week. Yeah, I know. My man got drunk and fell asleep. Okay, so let's let's let everybody know what really happened before you try to make me look bad. (laughs) Listen, last week, this was uh, Keezy's birthday. Literally, the day of recording was his birthday. So when we got home, we being Danny and I, we were uh, trying to contact Keezy, but he said he was too lit uh, (laughs) watching Netflix and drinking Pinot Grigio. So when I tried to call him, he had fell asleep. Yes, I did call a little late, which I apologize for. But my man's was knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> man's you know, was drunk. I was dead. I was dead. Man's <laughs> was drunk. So, anyways, we were scheduled for this week, so it's gonna be fun, anyways. All right, thanks for having me on. Are y'all drinking that? I know y'all was drinking that despacito. What was it? Benicito. Drinking that despacito. Nah, nah. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate you really for everything, all the support. You know, you've been showing us. Um, Quick background on how Keezy Hardaway podcast and All Things Sports podcast, uh, I guess, linked up was Keezy Hardaway said that he was on SoundCloud and he searched Broward County's podcast and he found, and us. He found us and been rocking with us. Like top three on SoundCloud. I'm like, all right, I see, I see this sports. I like sports. Let me follow them. They got Randy Moss in the background. Moss is somebody. <laughs> I'm going to follow. Word. That's lit. That's my picture. <laughs> Nah, so he told us, you know, he wanted to work with us. I mean, I guess, you know, collab, just just talk. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what podcasts are. You got to build a brand up and just share it. There you go. So uh, is there any, you know, any questions you have for us or anything you wanted to speak on? Uh, how did you come up with the name All Things Sports? He was ready. <laughs> okay. Re- he was ready. Nah, so. Julian came up with it. <laughs> it was. It was. I was, like, thinking of my podcast, like, how I was going to do it, how I was going to start. Like, it was literally the day that I recorded my first five-minute snippet to send to one of my ex- ex-teachers, <laughs> my ex or former teachers, uh, Mr. Conde. Shout out, Mr. Conde. Um, but he basically told me, you know, send, give me, like, a five-minute clip of how you would do it, blah, blah, blah. And when I was doing it, I literally just started recording, and I, like... Just kind of bullshitted a name. I was like, ah, oh, this is all things sports. Then I was like, wait, kind of, it kind of just goes. Like, I ain't gonna make it harder than this. Like, cause if I would have sat there trying to think of a name for like days, it would have been like, damn. And then it would have been something corny or I don't know. But that was literally the first thing that popped out of my head. So I was just like, why not? The, the thing I like is it's all, it's really all sports. You guys never deviate. You guys never be like, oh, this uh, player got caught up in a DUI or he got jumped in the club or not. <laughs> Like, that's, that's dope. <laughs> I mean, we could, you know, we could get into the little personal life, but we was focusing on, you know, what's really going on right now. People giving out fake news and whatnot. Yeah, and you you and Dan are like, 
the statistics game I told you is on point. You got to like, word, word. I, he had 10, 10, game, uh, 10 points per game, peewee league. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys go that far back? <laughs> you can laugh, Justin. You can laugh. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yo, Danny, it's funny that you say that because when we had Justin on the episode, uh, what was it, two episodes ago, I think, or two or three. I think it was two, but... He came on and he was like, yo, y'all always have some crazy ass stat. Like, always. So the fact that you said you're that. Like, uh, let me see. You're like, Ben Roethlisberger. He got like two ha- sandwiches named after him. And- <laughs> <laughs> what? Who knows that shit? I always try to pull out a, a, yo, like, a nice fact for every you know, episode. You know when you get the Sports Illustrated Kids Edition, they be having the posters. They be having like fun facts on the bottom, bro. I, <laughs> I had that. Up. I had those, but I never played sports. I was that Ben Roethlisberger comment was actually on one of those, bro. Because okay. <laughs> I remember that they had a Roethlisberger in Pennsylvania. So, shout out to Ben Roethlisberger and Pennsylvania. But um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, after that video or after that clip I made, yeah, just that's when we started. Really, I I did a five minute clip. He told me what he thought about it. You know what I'm saying? What he thinks I could clean up. What I could, you know, his suggestions or whatever. And I just took his advice. And I mean, I wouldn't have really done it. I mean, it's not to say I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for him, but it was like he was a big push because he kind of gave me a deadline. Like I was was telling. He was like your coach Carter. Do this. (laughs) There you go. I was, you know, I was telling everybody or telling the people, you know, in my circle, like, I want to start this. I think it's a good idea. But I, I never just jumped. And then he was like, yo, Monday, Sunday night, send me something. And I was like, oh. You Yo, just got to do it. The That's whole weekend, the whole weekend, I didn't do nothing. I was <laughs> like, "Yo, Sunday came." I'm like, "Yo, I didn't record nothing." And it kind of hit me that it was like, "Yo, I feel kind of disrespectful if I don't send something to him because he's kind of expecting from me." And I'm just like, "I don't care," you know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Yo, let me get in the room real quick. Let me look up some some stuff." And I just recorded it and I, I just sent it to him. He's like, "Yo, that's what's up." So from he's there. like, "We lit, we lit." <laughs> exactly. And- when did you bring Dan? Like, when did Dan come in? Okay, so Danny, uh, best friend here, uh, sports lover, obviously. I figured that if I want to do this podcast, would it sound better by myself or would it sound better with somebody? Obviously, you know, to me, two sounds better than one because you can have multiple opinions on on debates or whatever. Um, and then it's like, all right, well, if I have another person, who's it going to be? You know, because you that matters who has the time to take out who's going to really care and dedicate which i appreciate danny for that because you know he does every thursday we're here recording the same time you know it's a routine and it's not like yo you yo i can't do it or like you know there's no excuses like we literally thursdays we find time you know we're not doing nothing this is what we got and when i was thinking of who i'm like danny's the type of person that i could chill with and it's just you know, it's like, it's just natural. You know what I mean? Everything flows naturally. It's not like awkward. It's never like, all right, I'm, ch- uh, uh, you know, this is funny. Oh, like, nah, man, that's wrong. It's two, two points per game. <laughs> you feel me? So nah, I was like, yo, Danny, we got to do this, bro. He was like, yo, that's a great idea. I'm excited. When I told him I wanted to do it, he's like, yo, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I was like, bet. He's like, I got the Hennessy and Cranberry. I'm down. <laughs> it's like, yo. Danny been with me before the Benicito. All right. So, um, but let me ask you a couple things about you. Um, you know, you have this Keezy Hardaway podcast on SoundCloud. Um, is there any other sources we could find you on? Uh, 
Uh, I'm on I'm on Apple Podcast now, and for all my Android users, I really don't talk with Android like people with Samsung. Be <laughs> <laughs> looking like dumb foggy. I'm like, where, where are you at? Like, I'm on Google Play too, but that's the only thing I'm on right now. All right, all right. No, so so let us let everybody know about your podcast and what you know you're doing with with that. All right, so the Keezy Hardway Podcast is my take on. Uh, pop culture, sports, politics, uh, my life, just that life in general. And it's just me talking some shit for like 20, 10 minutes per, every day. Like I do, I try to do it every day just Word. to put out, like, I just try to put something out there. Yeah, you're at like what, 60 episodes? You're at like 50 something? Uh, 56. 50, 50, yeah, 50 56. something. 56. 56 Look, that's work. That's work. Yeah, this 56, is, this is 23. We're, we're less than halfway there. Exactly. And obviously, you know, we, we've been doing this. It's funny. I was Since talking August. to my friend. Since it's been August. five months. It's been five months now that we do this. It's February 1st today. And, you know, it's 23 episodes. We do an episode a week. And for five months, I mean, we, we haven't missed. We missed, what, two weeks, I think. And that was because of holidays. Like, holidays. Thanksgiving yeah. and then Irma. We hey, didn't do hey, one for Irma. It was actually... It was awkward when you don't record. You're like, shit, man. I feel like I'm letting people down. Yeah, like, of course. I mean, I remember. Okay, the first time we didn't record was for Irma. Irma. I want to say when we Irma. did the Nobody had power. We could have still recorded because one of I think he had power. I still have power. And it's a laptop and a microphone. You know what I'm saying? You just need yeah. to charge battery. But we was like, yo, nobody's worried about. Everybody's trying to worry about being safe and and getting power back. Nobody's trying to figure out. You know, all things sports podcast right now. That was just like <laughs> humble of us to like. We'll just, you know, let it rock. We'll do this next week. And then the next time, I remember, I think I took a trip. Yeah, that was over the holiday. That was over... When you drove up to... No, that was Puerto Rico. I had went to Puerto Rico. And that was over... That was in August. Like, right when we started on the third episode, with the Chris Long episode, uh-huh. that was that episode that we, we posted. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I still recorded the, the night before I left. I, I recorded the night before I left. And then, and then we put it out. And then the week... After, I was still in Puerto Rico throughout the next Thursday or whatever, so we couldn't record then. And I, it was like, damn, you know, I, I want to record, but I, you know, I can't right now. Whatever. I don't even know what the hell is going on in sports. 100. percent I'm just on my phone as much as possible. And then I was annoying my family in Puerto Rico because I was trying to. And that was when Isaiah Thomas got traded to Boston that week. I was in Puerto Rico, so I'm like, yo, this is. I'm on my <laughs> phone the whole vacation. My family's like, yo, you bugging? Like, get off your phone. So, and then. After that, I took the trip to, to you know, this Christmas season, whatever, New York and shit. So we didn't record then. But, I mean, it's not like we just didn't find time throughout the week or, you know, we, uh, we'll we do it next week. Like, it was literally we weren't. I moved to Lakeland for two months. I was in Lakeland for two months, and we was recording Skype. You know what I'm saying? I bought the Skype recorder. Let's get it. Like, you make it work. You got to. Yeah. You got to. So I love recording. Like, we, we'll make it work. Exactly. And it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like a, you know, our time of the week where we get to one, we get to talk sports. Like, we're talking sports every day, but this is where we can break it down a little more than usual. And we're doing it for people. And we're, we're, we're just having fun. Like, it's just a fun vibe. You know, on Thursday night, we could go watch, you know, Thursday night football during the football season. We got Thursday night basketball on TNT. Um, it's about to be March Madness soon. So we're always here watching TV or playing Call of Duty 2K or whatever and just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you guys have listeners out there, too. Like, you guys got numbers are good and shit. Like, it, you gauge it. Like, oh, people are tuning in. Like, it gets you hyped every week. Exactly. You look forward to, like, damn, can we get more listeners this week? Or, like... 
like the SoundCloud stats are crazy. There's people in Egypt and Kazakhstan that listen oh to us. Like, the fuck? I'm like, China? I got Japan? I'm like, no way. Yeah, Tokyo. I saw a couple, like 21 listeners in Tokyo. I'm like, I was fucking, crazy. I was shocked because I don't, I started using the, the Twitter page a little bit more and I made a poll asking like, uh, who do you like, who should the NBA have uh, replace, who got hurt? John Wall. And I put like Drogic, Drummond, Kemba Walker, Ben Simmons, and that I had it up for 48 hours, and it got like 400 votes on it. And we have like 20 followers on the Twitter page. I don't know who voted on it, but you just gotta tweet, man. I, I know. Ever that shit works. You just gotta interact, interact with people. I saw that. I saw that you have um, an upcoming podcast episode with that. That I don't even want to botch her name or anything but it's a it's with the the girl that does like random twitter followers every week <laughs> i did it already it was dope how like, was that it was like she'll try to play you if you don't know like if you don't know like what she's gonna say like she's a comedian so you gotta come in knowing like oh, improv gonna, yeah improv so it went good like i heard i i don't never hear myself like if i do this episode i'll never hear it i'll wait for other people's like what they say okay. you know I just go off like I just freestyle everything Word. but uh, I, I sent it to my friends they're like yo you were good like she was dry as fuck like she's a dry comedian like yeah. Seinfeld or somebody yeah just trying to like check you I get what you're saying yeah I was like I was, I was fucking with her like, I, I asked her she, 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 she's a female comedian so I asked her about the Monique what you think about that and she was good like she gave me a good response right. she's like I'm out here in these streets to get paid like they <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're right she didn't do a, uh, the Parker reunion to get paid you know right but it was good, man. Like, just just the fact that she reached out to me, like, yo, come on, I was happy. Yeah, exactly. That's just another podcast. I saw she got some followers, too. You know what I mean? She's verified. And- I, think she had, I think she had, like, over a thousand. What was her name? Uh, Teresa Sheffield. Teresa Sheffield. Shout out to Teresa Sheffield. Hopefully we can get on that podcast one time. She could try to check us. I love dry humor. That's my type of humor. Yeah. You try to ha- I try to hack her followers, like, you know, just post, and, like, hopefully I'm trying to get some exactly. attention. Exactly. And she drew that... Like picture? Yeah, no, her. Uh, she got like a producer. Like she got a big. She got a producer, a That's microphone. Big, I'm like, God, I, I'm just me on my phone. I do all this shit phone. Yeah, right. We I mean, we microphone. on a laptop and a microphone. All we so got is we a just, microphone. Uh, maybe a half guy. step ahead. I mean, <laughs> no disrespect. I see you rocking that heat jersey right there. Oh, you see it? We on the Facetime. It's Wade. It's, it's a Wade, it's a Vince's Wade jersey. That's, that's disgusting right there. That's nice. I, I, I got a funny story about my LeBron jerseys, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> By the way, he had some some choice words for LeBron James. And I like that Instagram comment, but... <laughs> <laughs> so That dude's mad as fuck. So what are you planning to do with your podcast, you know, this this year? What what what, what do you want to, to do to improve or, or uh, see yourself growing? Keep doing podcasts, connecting with like like-minded and like you guys, like content creators, and just keep putting in the work, man. And I, I know it's gonna pop off, but I gotta be patient. It's not gonna happen right away. Of course. Yeah, like if I get sponsors, like my, my sponsor right now is one of my friend, my brother's friends. He got he owned a sushi store in uh, Fort Lauderdale off of uh, Oakland Park in Federal. Yeah. I'm like, yo, can I plug your 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 sushi shop in my show? He's like, yeah, man, go right ahead. And how, and how did that work? So what's like, up? You eat for free? <laughs> hey, the thing is, I still haven't been there yet. <laughs> you got to take advantage of that. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go out there just try to see. He's like, come out there, but I'm all the way in Miramar. It's kind of fun. So how does the sponsorship work? Like, what are you, what are you guys trying to do? I'm just saying his name, and I'm like, yo, just give me some merch. He be having merch and Hell shit. Yeah. Like, 
I'll see what happens from there. Like, you yeah, know, just network. Yeah, just network. I don't want it. you to put the whole game out, you know. Let yeah, them just, figure it out for themselves. I'm let that go. Like you, like, you guys should get a sponsor, like, Fanatics, you know, or something like that. That would be big, right? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I would pee my pants <laughs> if we got a Fanatic sponsor. Anything like that. Like, yo, Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> Models. <laughs> like, yo. Bro, any, of, any of those motherfuckers. I mean, bro. yeah, we'll work towards that. We got to work towards actually marketing a little better this year. and Like, podcasts will, I think, replace, like, ESPN one day. Like, you know, they replace, like, the TV. Like, people, people listen to stuff now while they're driving at work. Right. And now, like, it's the next week. Yeah, the technology. I heard you saying that um, on your episode with the... Well, I think it was the Vibrant Sons guy that we was talking about. And um, you were saying that it's basically the next wave. Or you might have been telling that to me, actually. I'm not sure if you said it on the episode or you were telling me that. But I know that you were telling, you were talking about how podcasts basically the next wave. And, you know, it's like, it's not to say like wave, like, oh, you know, like, let's get with it because this is cool. It's more of like, you know, this is going to be the new way of entertainment for, for a lot of people that are on the go and... You know, people are always going to sit around at home and watch some TV, but to get their news from TV or to get their news from podcasting, I do see what you're saying, where it can change. You know what I'm saying? It's way more convenient, one. Even today, like my my business professor, um, the one I had the presentation mm. in today, she asked me because like on the first day of class, uh, she had us do like one of those icebreaker things where you stand up and you like say what your major is and all this stuff and like an interesting fact about you. And I said like I have a sports podcast that mm. I do every week. And today she asked me right when I walked in, she was like, "What's the name of that podcast?" Because uh, like she says she's starting to get into podcasts more and like she listens to them in the car and stuff. I mean, when I told when I reminded her that it was sports, she said, "Oh, I probably wouldn't be into it, but <laughs> like good for you anyway." But like, everybody's fucking with podcasts now. Yeah, no, for real. So it's like either get on or get left, you know, like Yeah, I mean you don't even need a cable bill. You know what I'm saying? You don't even need to pay an internet bill. Your phone got internet and just hop on SoundCloud, hop on iTunes podcast, hop on I don't know if they got Spotify podcast, I'm not sure, but <laughs> I'll be real, like I rather hear like you guys in like ESPN. Like I really don't watch ESPN. That's dope. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, f- fuck Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, damn, we could have got that sponsorship. <laughs> Not <laughs> anymore, bitch. All right. Not getting sponsored by yeah, that. Maybe anymore. SB Nation though. <laughs> no, if you say fuck Bleacher Report, that's how you get a barstool sponsor. Exactly. Trying to get I'm trying point. to get on barstool with Tyler and Cody. <laughs> I'm trying to see that, that dude from Zimbabwe, that little midget, <laughs> shake his hand. Because <laughs> that's a midget that works for Barstool Sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, oh, my God, yeah. So what's up? That little Dominican dude that's like a grown-ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet that guy one day. We got to get him on the podcast one day. For real. I, I mean, I'm not yeah, Shut up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. This bitch let me follow her. She didn't follow me back. Oh, oh See, my focus on God. the wrong things, man. That's what happens when you focus on the wrong thing. Um, question for you, Keezy. And before I ask you this, I'm going to go back to our thread because I want to make sure that I'm telling the right stuff. Okay. Why Keezy Hardaway? Because Penny Hardaway would have been the GOAT if he didn't get hurt. Wow. Good question. I mean, good. Well, good question and answer. Good. I didn't ask, but that's dope. I fucks with that. With that logic, it could be the Keezy McGrady podcast too. Same <laughs> number one. Same number one. Yeah. Right. 
The Keezy McGrady. Keezy That's McGrady. our new name. We're changing our name. <laughs> <laughs> We're Keezy. We're the Keezy McHar- McGrady. McHardaway. <laughs> Keezy McHardaway. <laughs> the love child of Penny and Tracy. So, so here's this. Okay. Will it really? You had a couple questions from last yeah. week, and you asked, um, "What do all things sports podcasts think the NBA All Star Game? All Star. Okay, let me actually. What do we think they need to do to improve the All Star Game? Yeah, you were <laughs> wrong, but I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, what can what can the NBA do to improve the All Star Game? Put Goran Dragic in there the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if really, it's if you ask dunk, it's the dunk contest, I mean, last, the last, I think the, the light skin, the light skin dude challenge, like the battle, the Aaron Gordon and, uh, Zach, Zach Levine. Levine. I mean, he like, coming off a tour in ACL. It's like, you want him in a dunk contest? This is your franchise player right now. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> hey, oh, I, don't, yeah, you I, do. I don't know shit like that. Crazy. I was like, go in a dunk contest. My thing is like. Okay, if I think that the All-Star game can be better, what I think they can do is, I mean, they already raised the money, you know, to for the winners, which it's... That's I don't, a good it, move. You it, add it a little is, incentive to it. But it's just like... Like how they did in the Pro Bowl. You add a little incentive to it. It's, they just shoot threes and, like, dunk, and I'm like, this is boring. What? Okay, but what can you really do when you have a group of guys that are playing at the best of their career? Like, the best... They're playing... At their best because they've made it to the All Star Game, and you you want them to go hard for forty eight minutes when they're trying to focus on getting to the playoffs for the second half of the season. Like this is an All Star Game. This isn't the Pro Bowl at the end of the year. You know what I mean? This is the All Star Game in the middle of the year where Kevin Love look. Kevin Love just broke his hand. John Wall's out. Boogie's out. Uh, drum. Uh, what's the other guy? What Roberson? Nobody cares about Roberson. Like you said. But that guy yesterday, Cannon, like he broke. Look at Isaiah Cannon last night. How he broke his he ankle. That was disgusting. Ankle. Oh my god. And he got yeah, they got Gordon the Gordon Hayward, Hayward his yeah. ankle. Oh shit. They said he took it like a champ though. The trainer popped it back in, and he said he didn't say a word. He just he stayed quiet. He popped his ankle back in. Ugh. Did you see the video? Yeah, I saw oh it like seven god. times, and the reaction. About it and I'm like, shit, man, where's it at? I want to see somebody post it. Just go, uh, Twitter, just go on Twitter and search. Yeah. They tweet everything. Cannon. <laughs> search yeah. Isaiah Cannon. You'll see it. I saw it last night on Twitter. It was, it was Cannon. That reminds me of that fucking <laughs> Dave Chappelle. He's talking about the Ray Rice video. He's like, I can't stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. He did. <laughs> I, every time something like that happens, I, I have to watch it so many times. And, um, okay, Keezy also asked, will it really hurt LeBron's legacy if he leaves the Cavs for the Warriors? Um, I say no. I say, of course. And the reason that I say yes is because the type of competitor that LeBron is, um, you know, going to the finals eight straight times, you obviously won. You don't need the Warriors to go to the finals. You, you know... Can't beat him. Join him. Doesn't. Doesn't. It's not for. That's not like LeBron can't be in that conversation. LeBron is trying to be the greatest of all time. If you know he's not in some's eyes, but he's trying to fight for that greatest of all time. He's trying to win more titles and going to the best team in the league. Like literally doing what Kevin Durant did two years ago. 
But with your legacy and how you've set this example of, you know, I can take my team through whatever. You've had the worst team in the finals. You've had the best team in the finals. You've, you've uh, like I said, went to eight straight. And you've beat the best team in the league for the last three years in the second try. To literally leave that team and, you know, you guys have like a rivalry right now. It's like Cleveland Golden State is, you know, the new McGregor Mayweather like right now of basketball. It's and the it's, Bulls and the Jazz in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. is. So Except the Jazz never won. And Jordan never went to play with – or Stockton never came to play with Jordan. Or You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. So LeBron has to realize that, yes, his legacy is on the line because – the, the type of player he is is nowhere near any other player in the NBA. Like, his standard is up here, and everybody else's is like – everybody's standard is at 100, but he's at 200. You know what I mean? So why do you and think – And I feel like he holds himself to that regard. Too. Exactly. It's not even just us as the fan. Exactly. I feel like he holds himself to so that So why regard. do you think that it won't hurt his legacy, Danny? Because I think right now at this point in his career – if you look at, like, the landscape of the NBA, the NBA is built the way it is right now to stop this one man, LeBron. Everything in the league right now, the way it is, is to stop LeBron. Mm-hmm. The greatest NBA team ever assembled was assembled because of LeBron. I think, honestly, I, I mean, people are always – people are going to have their own opinions, obviously, but – People are going to say he'll never be as good as Jordan unless he gets six rings or whatever. So if he finds a way to get three more rings, if he goes to the Warriors to do it, everyone will still discredit him. I mean, person like I, I'll see that as kind of taking the easy way out. But but if if people are saying it just comes down to rings to be better than Jordan, I don't think it would tarnish his legacy. Okay, now you see how you. I, I, I guess- LeBron already, to me personally, he cemented his legacy when he took a sorry-ass Cavs team in 2007 to the finals by himself. When he beat the Detroit Pistons and he's dropped like 20-something, I think, in the fourth quarter in overtime. I mean, to get swept and still play, like continue playing, that that takes a lot. For me, that's cemented. He was 22 years old when he did that. Let me ask you guys something. He was younger than me when he did that. I couldn't do that. Let me I ask, can't you, even let me ask you guys something. Let me ask you guys something. It takes longer to build a stadium than to demolish it, right? Yeah. So he cemented his legacy to you when he went to his first finals, you said? Which yeah. was three years or four years after he came in the NBA when he was 22, as Danny said. And four years is a pretty long time. You can make a stadium. You can literally build a stadium from the ground up in four years, maybe less. It will take an off-season or 25 to 30 minutes to demolish the stadium that you just built for your, you know, over these past years by getting a Bleacher Report, SB Nation, All Things Sports Podcast update saying that LeBron James signed with the Warriors. Like... All this you've done for your career, all this that, you know, you, you've played for the worst team and took them to the best. You've been the guy to have the team on your back four quarters every game, 40 points every game of the series, like averaging almost a triple-double in the finals. To literally do what Kevin Durant did two summers ago and what he got ridiculed for and how his 
I guess early legacy is already tarnished, not tarnished, but dented. Um, so, you know, you, you're saying he cemented his legacy that fast, but as fast as a crane can go through the statue is as fast as, you know, in my opinion, like like Danny said. I mean, he, this is he, all opinions. He basically can do whatever he wants. He can come to the Lakers and build a movie studio and do go be the next O.J. Simpson in movies, you know? <laughs> I think he just wants to play. Like, he just wants to play with friends. Like, it's just... Yeah, I feel that. But my thing is, like... Don't take the league for a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you got it like that, LeBron, but at the end of the day, you got to respect the game of basketball and you got to respect that it's a, it's a, you know, it's one of the biggest competitions in the world. And Danny, what I get confused about is how hard he was on Kevin Durant episodes, what, one through five, one through seven. He's a snake. On how he's a snake <laughs> and how he went to the Warriors. He's a cupcake. And whatever the case may be. LeBron, how does LeBron have a different, like, how is he in a different lane? I feel like he's already accomplished so much. I, I, yeah, like. That's just me. I feel like LeBron can Just is making faces. I feel like LeBron can do whatever he wants right now. I don't. I don't. He wants. I don't. That's how I feel. I feel feel like that's just being disrespectful to the game. He has a a pass. No. I mean. He can only sign a max contract, though. So wherever he goes, he has to sign a max. Golden State's probably not going to have room for that. So it's out of the question. But that doesn't mean he can't take a meeting with them for the fuck of it just to see what's up. Cause he I said, mean, he's going to do what he's he going to do to bother everybody. He said he was going to meet with the Warriors, meet with the Spurs, the Rockets, out of respect for the franchise. He said he was probably going to meet with the Heat again out of respect for the franchise itself. So he's just – I don't know. Yeah, he's fucking around. Like, I don't he know has what he's the, doing. He has, you know – a history with these franchises like the Warriors, like the Heat. And as you said, he respects the franchise. He's not going to tell Pat Riley if Pat Riley says, yo, you want to go out for dinner? He's not going to be like, yo, you know, screw you. So, so, so you guys think there's a possibility he'd come to the Lakers and play with Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma? I don't stuff? think so. I don't think so. I think, if he, I think if anything, he'll try to find a way to Houston to play with Chris Paul. The only way, the only way if he, if, that, that I see him coming to L.A. is if Paul George signs first. In LA, and I mean, he, he maybe, but I, I still don't think that team is is mature enough. They're not ready because he'll take them to the finals. He'll t- he'll take them to the finals. Like he'll take the Lakers if with Paul George. With Paul George, I'm talking. He'll take the Lakers with Paul George to the finals. Without Paul George, I still think he can take them to the Western Conference Finals. So what's their starting five if they get PG and LeBron? Is it Lonzo, PG? LeBron, Ingram, Lopez, or like I mean, they, they probably they, get rid of Lopez. They, they got to get rid of Lopez's contract. Clark and Caldwell Pope, like they they would have to. Caldwell shit. Pope would get out of there. Well, he's only on a one but, year deal anyway. What about Larry Nance. Larry Nance up Larry, out of there. They have to. Lou shift Aldang some up out of there. there. They'd have to shift. Yeah, they have, they would have to get rid of his contract um, to sign one of them to a max. I just think that any team LeBron's on has a chance to go straight through. You give LeBron and Lonzo, Lonzo and LeBron. I think LeBron will make Lonzo Ball a much better basketball player. One. So when Le- when LeBron came to the Heat, how did you, how did you guys feel? Like I was you like you guys age like 22, 24. I, I was happy as hell. I went and got a LeBron jersey. <laughs> I fucking got thrown out of Vegas Cabaret. They took my jersey. I found out. <laughs> I found out at three thirty in the morning. I was on a cruise south of France with my family. 
My uncle ran into the into my fucking room, banging on the door. We got LeBron. We got LeBron. We got LeBron. I almost shit myself. Yeah, I have. I still have a video. I gotta find it. It Might be on my. It might be in a file on my laptop. But I was in Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto. It's probably on like Facebook or something. But I was in Puerto Rico and we was watching the decision and we was just sitting there. It was me, my dad, and my sister sitting in my aunt's room and. He says South Beach, and I was like, me and my dad literally just start jumping up. My dad's not even a Heat fan, for the record. My dad is a Lakers fan. At, it's, I guess LeBron gets you hype, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've been a Heat fan since I can remember. LeBron, you know, he says South Beach, and all I just remember. And then I saw Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade agree to deals with the Heat, and I was just like, yo, it's Christmas in August, in July. Like, I was going crazy. I was screaming. I almost cried. I was like, that's, that's crazy, because he said he's going to South Beach, and he don't play in South Beach. I was like, where's this motherfucker going? <laughs> they play in Miami. I don't know where I don't know where he's going. Uh, at this point, LeBron, he controls the landscape. Like, wherever he goes, everybody's following. You know, oh, yeah. Best move. And, I mean, he started all this, you know. He started all this big decision, hot free agent signing. But, I mean... So, so do you think Kyrie got dethroned him in the Eastern, Confer- in the Eastern Conference? Kyrie and the Celtics? No. No? No. Um, I don't think Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, Terry Rozier, um, Daniel Tice, Aaron Baines, um, Marcus Morris or Marquise Morris, whatever fucking Morris is on their team. He just both, like both broke, trash. He like broke his ass. I don't think that I don't think that they will show up in the Eastern Conference Finals versus LeBron James and the Cavs. I don't think that they're ready for that matchup. And as good as they're playing right now, as good as they play when they play the Cavs, it's a whole nother ball game, and it's it's 22-year-olds versus the King. And at the end of the day, they, they still have Isaiah Thomas. They still have Dwayne Wade. They still have Kevin Love. And Channing Fry is fucking playing the best basketball of his career right now. <laughs> Whatever. And he got a podcast too, right? Will Trippin? Yeah, but what was good with um Richard Jefferson? He's Is he still on there or... I don't hear that. I don't. Because I, I know that he. Where is he playing in Denver? In Denver, in Denver yeah. They might Skype. Yeah, you never know. But J- like. JJ Reddick. They, can't, re- they can't really talk about the same stuff because it's like, hell, I was with Braun yesterday. He's like. <laughs> Gary Harris got the wackiest house <laughs> ever, bro. <laughs> like. Hey, um, so when Russell Westbrook got, like, technically dunked on by Joel Embiid, how come he didn't get the same uh, treatment as Brandon Knight when he got dunked on? Because he tried to take a charge. So that was the difference between— And Brandon Knight had no room to get out the way. Uh, Russell Westbrook accepted it. He he stood there. He was like, I'm going to try to take the charge for the team. And um, they didn't call nothing, right? I don't think they even called anything. No, it was just dunk. It was just dunk. But Brandon Knight was like— Oh, oh, turn around. Oh, it was like right in your face. So it was nasty. But, I mean, it was still nasty. Don't get me wrong. But, it, I mean, it's Joel Embiid. He's seven, like nine feet tall. Who, he better he better dunk on his ass. Regardless if Russ would have went up to dunk, which he couldn't have done anything, but either gotten out the way or tried to take the charge. And I, I respect him for trying to take the charge and get the ball back for his team. That's the heat culture. He's coming to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> We take charges on, on South Beach. New Russell Westbrook shoes. Those shoes look kind of dope. I'm like, they do. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about them. Were we talking about them on the episode? 
Because I, I remember yeah, they bringing dropped it a, up. they dropped an all-star code. Well, we were right? talking about the L.A. They have, like, the map of L.A. on one of them. It's pretty dope. For the all-star game. So what about Blake Griffin getting traded? Do you guys believe in the Kardashian curse? Tell me. I need to know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Jenner curse. He's dating a Jenner. Man. He's dating Kendall. Well, what's good with Tristan Thompson, then? Yeah, he, going, he going to the Clippers, I heard, or something. Listen, I think... All right, about the Kardashian curse... Maybe, because <laughs> Tristan Thompson's bugging out this year, and James Harden had a bad year when he was dating Chloe. So, like or he had a bad man. span for one point of the year. Tristan um, Thompson's averaging like two rebounds a game, and he's like two feet taller than me. I could average two <laughs> rebounds a game in the NBA right now. But, Tell me more. What else you got wrong? What by the way, make, <laughs> make some noise for James Harden, first player in the NBA with 60-point triple-double. <laughs> got to respect that. That's great. Rick Barry almost did it once, but he was one assist short Trick about Barry. 30, 40 years ago. Wow. There's your stat. Rick that's Barry like, had the first 60-point triple-double. <laughs> he had the almost 60-point triple-double. He had nine assists that game. So, but, so Blake coming to the, the Detroit Pistons, does that bring, like, the balance to the East, like, of All-Stars or no? Like, it's no. Still- uh, Blake Griffin, to me, isn't even an All-Star, one. I mean, he's not to the NBA either, but he's— That's his caliber, though. Just right now. Of course. Not. Right now. It's his caliber, but his injuries don't let that yeah. shine. And, I mean, I, it's not my fault he gets hurt. It's not his fault. It's just. It's not your fault he punches somebody in the face and breaks his hand. He can't control himself. But that's the L.A. lifestyle. This Detroit, this Detroit Stan Van Gundy system might humble him real quick. And it, 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 I can see it being positive. You know, Andre Drummond being a top five center in the league, in my opinion. And. They've got you know, a decent young quarterback. First of all, Stanley Johnson. When you got to worry about Andre Drummond single-handedly grabbing 20 or 30 rebounds a game, who's going to worry about Blake Griffin? You know what I mean? So, And when Reggie Jackson comes back, Detroit might be a problem. If they, if they can sign like a good wing player in the offseason and draft well, they'll probably be a top five seed in the East next year. If they can stay healthy... I Yo, can see Dan, them making a run. Yeah, are you going for like sports management or like something like that? Who? You, Dan. What are you, what are you going to school for? Like, marketing. 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 All right. Originally, it was going to be sports journalism, but wow. there's not enough money in it. Sounds like me. <laughs> I need I need to make my bread. You know. No, but you know you know your shit. Like if somebody you could, you could call somebody out, like they could be like, oh, esports. 15 points a game, you're like, nah, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Word, I could. We I don't got know. To. I could. I was thinking more like I could do something like that on the side, kind of like how I do the podcast now. But if it, if it ever goes somewhere and like blows up where I get the opportunity to do something like that, I jump on it in a second. Word, no questions man. asked. Word, I would man. love to do that for work. You're good. Radio. Word. Radio killer. Radio. The dream. Damn. All right, so- <laughs> Hey, what's the Super Bowl? So I heard your last podcast. You guys are you guys are dumb young. Like the just the fact that you guys are like the last time the the Patriots and the Eagles played. You're like I was ten years old. That's like, <laughs> real. I was ten years old in two thousand four. <laughs> I'm like I was like nineteen and I, I saw the whole Janet Jackson shit. And like, <laughs> hey, I remember the Janet Jackson shit, and that was actually the Carolina Panthers. I can never forget that titty. Um, <laughs> Caroline, Justin Timberlake, everybody got to school the next day, like, oh my god! I got my first boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, damn, that boy's young as hell, but 
I think the Patriots are going to pull it out. Tom, I'm a Giants fan, but Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the You're a Giants fan, and you're pulling for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I got I to gotta give respect when it's due. I mean, better Brady than your fucking division rival. Yeah, I don't want fucking yeah. Nick Foles. He doesn't want to see the Eagles get their first Super Bowl. Yeah, hell no. I feel that. Yeah, I do feel that. If, if, if Brian Dawson Brian Dawson was still playing, I'd be like, I want the Eagles to Shout out to you. Word. Respect. That's recognition right there. That boy was an animal. I, 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 watching football, like, I used to play football, but wide receiver, but every time I got hit, I hated it. But I love defensive backs like Deion Sanders, fucking Ronnie Law, safety, John Lynch, Brian Dawkins, fucking John guys. Lynch. Hey. John Springs, uh, Charles Woodson. Okay. Like, what about uh, Bob Sanders? Sir Charles. Uh, yeah. Sir Charles. Bob Sanders was my guy. Bro, I'll tell you right now, in my humble opinion, the defensive back position in the NFL is the hardest position in any sport ever in the world. Because you have to fucking guard the fastest motherfuckers on the planet, backpedaling and shit, and you got to cover them. Like, I, I don't know and how, you gotta, know how they you do it. you got to play against the, – the, also, what defensive backs, like you said, they have to – Backpedal to guard the fastest guys. They got to know where they're, you know, guess where they're going. But the players that we talk about in football being the GOATs and all the the, the best players in football is who? Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, you know, they're quarterbacks. So yeah. their defensive backs are going against wide receivers and their quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's a tough position. It is. And you got to respect the greats or, you know, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, right, the best cornerback in history. So you gotta play. You gotta intro the, this episode with "Must Be the Money," Deion Sanders. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, all right, I can't even. By request, I guess. Uh, <laughs> there we go. So, what do you guys predict for the Super Bowl final score? <laughs> I already got five of my boys. They sent me their scores already. Four of them picked the Eagles. One of them picked New England already. Um. I'm working on that. But by the how about this? By the end of the episode, <laughs> when you listen to this on Saturday, you're going to hear my pick. All right. How's that? Yo, uh, when they were playing the Jag- Jaguars, my father-in-law, he's a he's from Massachusetts. He's watching the game. Like, you know when you're scared watching something, you grab your neck? Like, <laughs> 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 he's like, 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 like uh, For real. It's fine. Like, he didn't put on his Ty Law jersey until they were the game. Ty like, Law. He had to wait till they got the lead, huh? He, no, he waited until the game was done. Wow, that's funny. We were watching the the bill the bill. What is it? Bill Bill and Bill the two bills or something like that. The two oh yeah, bills? the new thirty for thirty. The thirty for thirty on Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells. And um, they had a snippet clip of Lawyer Malloy, and I was just like, damn, I remember Lawyer Malloy, and it was like Ty Law. You just said Ty Law. Lawyer Malloy used to kill it. Safety cornerback duo. They yo the the Patriots the reason I hate the Patriots is because how the Colts couldn't beat them in two thousand three two thousand four you know we went to the AFC divisional AFC championship and we could not beat the freaking Patriots I'm talking about one of the games was so nasty it was snowing and the Patriots and whooped our ass so bad I was looking <laughs> Tom Brady had the slickest hair and I bro that's like the day I hated Brady I was like. I despise. I, I didn't stop hating Brady probably till like when he won the Super Bowl versus uh, Seattle, probably like a couple years ago, and it was just like, yo, this dude is so great. You know, it was like an admiration. Like it's like you can't, you can't. Like he just, 
he got he got it. He got that. He got that. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, like I, I was comparing. I was comparing the. I guess before the 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 Patriots won, I was comparing the Jaguars like team to that to the and to when the Bears went to the Super Bowl when they played the Colts. Like yeah. they had bad defense, but they had a shitty ass quarterback. Yeah, right? Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman <laughs> took the Bears to the fucking Super Bowl. Right, like Devin Hester took the Bears yeah, to the Super Bowl. Did. That kickoff return, like, no, but I, I missed that. I turned my back. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You're right? It was literally the first play of the game. Shout out to the U. I fuck with Devin Hester. He Devin retired. Hester. Devin Hester was one of my favorite players. Yeah, he did retire, so shout out to Devin Hester. I remember watching him at, at – I remember watching him at the U and then playing with him on NCAA 2003. Joey Harrington was on the cover. And, bruh, the boy was so fast. He played cornerback. I remember that. I mean, he played um, wide receiver. He played wide receiver. No, he played corner, and then he played wide receiver in the NFL. He started at corner in the NFL and then switched to wide receiver. But he was playing corner, number four, punt return, kick return. He would be so nasty that in the game you couldn't even tackle him. Like, if it was a kick return or punt return, it's like three broken tackles off of it. That was like Michael Vick in uh, Madden. Madden 04. Madden 04, Michael Vick. That was a... Yeah, All right, I got a question for you. Go. What was your favorite Madden? Uh, 2005 when they introduced the hit stick. Nah, yo, shake my hand over the FaceTime. <laughs> Nasty. That's but a good I, pick. I play games now. Like, I got my son. Like, I just don't play games anymore. He's only two, two years old. Like, now, nah, but that Madden, damn, 05. What about you, Danny? I don't know if you used to play Madden. I did. Up. I, I. My favorite Madden, I don't remember which one it was, but Curtis Martin was on the Jets. And I <laughs> 03 probably. Well, he was there from 03. I had it on I had it on my PSP. If you oh, remember so if you remember that like shit. 06, 07, yeah. I I used to use the Jets all the time just with Curtis Martin. I'd Chad run, Pennington? I'd run the fucking Or was Chad ball Pennington every, on the Dolphins at that time? I don't remember. Because that was like 07. I'm about, I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. Vontae really, Davis really, really rookie fast. year type. I remember that. Chad Pennington played for the Dolphins after Chad. Which one was he on Madden? No. He was, no, but he was in. Curtis Martin was on the Jets from like 99 or Madden something. Madden 06. I had Madden 06 on the PSP. And I used to get like 4,000 rushing yards a game with Curtis Martin on, and he, the Jets. He put it on rookie mode, <laughs> by the way. I'm on all Madden trying to get a 1,200-yard rusher. I was like, <laughs> like four years yeah, old. You're kind of creative player. You used to play the quarterback and like just score. Yep. But, um. So okay, what's your, let me get your Super Bowl pick. We got some people that are gonna call in and um, give their Super Bowl pick. By the way, so we're gonna do a giveaway. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to get you guys or the, the person who wins um, a pair of heat tickets to one of the heat games coming up. So the closest score. Blood drive, right? What's up? Because I have blood drive. <laughs> I, I, I don't give blood, so nah. Maybe Danny did, but I can't do that. I'm not giving blood, bro. Last time I had to get blood drawn, I fucking like passed out at the doctor's <laughs> office. I can't do that. I don't shit. do needles. I don't got no tattoos. See, that's what's so weird because I can't. Draw he got blood. all the tattoos on him, but he don't want to draw no body, blood. My whole body. I don't want to draw blood. I don't want to get stung by a bee. I don't want to give a tattoo. I don't want none of that. <laughs> I got sensitive skin. <laughs> So What's let up? me get your prediction on who you think is going to win, why you think they're going to win, and what's going to be the final score, and we can get you on your way. And we got to make sure it's not one that I already don't have. All right, all right, all right. I think the Patriots are going to win. It's going to be like a close one, like 17-14 or something. Okay. Oh, okay. 17-14 New England? Who's going to win? 
field goal like always. They're going to play a tight one. They're going to play – they're going to like – Yeah, so we got one 17-14 okay. for the that. the first three quarters and then come alive. Like, the like versus Jacksonville? Yeah. No, uh, against like the Falcons when they were like we – That were, too. We were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was, you, know, you know when you play Madden 21 Skunk? Like, you're just like, oh, they <laughs> – that's how I was thinking, and like they, when they came, the back, game got boring for one point, and then it was like, oh, 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 oh here comes Edelman, Brady. When Edelman caught that one catch, Dog. I yeah. was like, yo, it's over. They came back. That's how you knew they were gonna win. Damn, I remember that shit like it was yesterday. So, but yo, Keezy, we appreciate you for coming on the show, spending the time to talk with us. Um, you know, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. No, I'm gonna get you guys on mine the day, the, like uh, next week when we we talk about what happened. All right. Let's do that. Word. Let's do that. We'll all get right, a Super Bowl recap. All right, Dan. All right, Julian. All right, Justin. Thanks for having me on. For Is sure. Justin the unofficial dirt co-host. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, bro, it's family, yo. It's my dog. So whenever he but wants. He, he, he consistent too. Exactly. Whenever he, he wants. Fun. He hit me up today. He said, "Listen, bro. I know the episode is gonna be lit. I'm trying to get on." I said, "Bro, slide." He's like, yo, Keezy coming on. I want to get on a spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You finally got him to laugh out loud. Shit. He's he been out here like. Yo, it was good talking to you, bro. All love, man. Hit me up whenever, all right? Take it easy. All right. Have a good night. You too. So that was Keezy from the Keezy Hardaway podcast. Um, I guess we got into a few topics there. We spoke some. Some basketball, some football, some LeBron. I guess he's in his own com, uh, you know, his own subject. Um, but we do have Justin, Mr. Consistent, sitting here at this table. He was waiting patiently, and I appreciate him for that. <laughs> uh, while we were talking to our guest, and we actually wanted to talk to him as well to have him on this podcast to, I guess, further analyze this Patriots Eagles matchup. Right? Yeah, we gotta get in depth. So I mean I need it. We need to work on getting a, like a, a crowd like applause <laughs> for our guest. They but, got that shit on YouTube. Bro. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, anyway, so what's good, Justin? Nothing new. Just ended the Jordan year. Started the Kobe year Monday. Uh-oh. Happy birthday! 20. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, my friend! Appreciate Happy birthday, it. my friend! Mamba year. Exactly. You gotta get grimy yeah. with it. Yeah, eight years old. Jason. <laughs> Jason Capono year. Shout out Jason Capone. <laughs> Danny dropping stats left and right. Bro. Jason Capone, three point three contest, point contest winner. winner. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> now we got Ellington in the contest. It's lit. About to bring the trophy back home. I remember Daquan Cook winning the contest. Mm. Ellington has a chance to be the first player from UNC to win the three point contest. Yeah. If he- Oh, UNC. my bad. He's a Duke fan. My bad. My UNC. Bad. Duke Nation. We got Zion Williamson. Williamson is how you pronounce his last name. Coming next year. We got the, the other raw prospect, <laughs> like number two. And we got number one, I think. So, let's get it. <laughs> that's his, that's his name, year. number two? Like, like in the NCAA? Like in the, I game. can't say his name. I'm not paying him. Number two point guard? <laughs> number two shooting guard. <laughs> <laughs> NCAA basketball games used to be lit. Word. We'll generate the names later. Yeah, right? I used to do that sometimes, too, to just, all right, let's see who this guy is. Just make him up. Like, that's not Reggie Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I used to play uh, the NCAA football, and I used to use Florida. I'm like, I know 15 is Tebow. I got <laughs> I gotta respect right? Tebow. I know what that 15 means. Okay, so let me ask you this. We just asked Keezy 
what his favorite Madden was. What was your favorite NCAA game? My Football. favorite NCAA game? Ooh, the one with Reggie Bush on the cover. Yeah? 07. Yeah, 07 for sure. That was mine too. Mm, I'm going to have to go 06. Desmond Howard. Oh, it was it was Desmond Howard on that sh- on from Michigan. He was like this with the yeah, Desmond Pose. Yeah. Um, Reggie Bush was actually in the game still, and he was one of the best in the game. Obviously, he was one of the best in the game in 07 as well. Uh, what was it that I liked so much? I don't know. I think it was the rosters. I think the it was mascot just, games. The mascot games were lit. They had you know D'Angelo Williams at Memphis was in that game. Disgusting. Uh, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, obviously uh, Vince Young, Ooh. and what was his name? Jordan Ship, no, not Jordan Shipley. That was Colt McCoy's quarterback. Um, I forgot. Jordan Shipley was his wide receiver. Was Colt McCoy's wide receiver, yeah. but Vince Young had one too. I forgot what his name was. Um, obviously, the U. I mean, we weren't great at the time, but it was still my squad. I think that started the Tebow era for us because Tebow one, era. Yeah, Chris that, Leak that had is, just yeah, left. That was Chris Leak's last year. I think. I think yep. that's when Ted Ginn. When, they, when you guys played Ohio State, right? That was yeah. like Ted Ginn, Percy, Percy Harvin was, I'm sorry, not Ted Ginn, Percy Harvin was with you guys at the time. Yeah, I think that was his like first or second year. That was when like, was Troy Smith playing yes. for Ohio State? Yes, yeah, he won the Heisman. Yep, yep, Troy Smith. And that was actually the first year that we played, Florida played Ohio State in the NCAA football and we beat them in the tournament in uh, basketball. Wow. Word. Was that yes. Greg Oden? No, that was 08. That was 08. That was 08. Who was 06? Well, you guys won that year. That was when Joe Kim Noah and Al Horford and Jordan Farmer. And Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. What are you talking about? Oh, my. That that Gator team was stacked. And um, a couple years before that was Mike Miller and Udonis Haslam. Mike Miller, UD. Yeah. Yep. I guess. But... The Gator Nation. Duke, Duke had, J- Duke had JJ Reddick, so this is no competition. Mr. 305. Mr. I don't miss a three or five. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. JJ Reddick shoot from anywhere. If JJ Reddick, one man fast break, stop at the three point line. He's shooting. We're just bouncing around right now. Let's actually get back to what <laughs> we were talking about. Um, Super Bowl Sunday, this Sunday, February 4th. 4th. 2018 Super Bowl 52 Super Bowl LLI um, in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Philadelphia, the underdog, going to play New England. We spoke about it a little bit last week, and it's funny. I just said this to you guys earlier. If if the Eagles win this year, it's going to be three quarterbacks that have beat Tom Brady, and those three quarterbacks are excuse me, two quarterbacks that have beat Tom Brady. In three try or you know three times, uh, Eli Manning being twice, and it'd be Nick Foles being this other one, and to me, I think the teams now just have to be like, all right, so our quarterback has to be trash to win, you know, and it's like maybe if Blake Bortles played them in the Super Bowl, <laughs> not the AFC Championship, <laughs> they would have won. Who knows? But I I don't think it's gonna come down necessarily to quarterback play in in the sense. Of Philadelphia, obviously Tom Brady is going to perform well. It's not really a question, but Nick Foles just has to Alex Smith it out, if you will, in my opinion. I think that the defense got to bring it. They've been bringing it all year. They've been bringing it all playoffs, and the running game has to be there. You know, it's a Super Bowl. It's going to be. There's going to be. You know, it's going to be slow at the beginning. It's going to be. A lot of calls. Refs are going to, you know, throwing flags everywhere. But 
there has to be that maintained focus and main, maintained consistency. That's what, you know, has to be. So for Brady, I think he just has to come out, you know, find his open receivers, get the blocks, and obviously not let Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham disrupt him too much. They have Gronkowski back, as we all knew, regardless if he cleared concussion protocol or not, he was going to come back. Um, and, yeah, I mean, their defense has to play good as well because we just saw a good defense, one of the best in the league, Minnesota's, get eaten up by Nick Foles, and Nick Foles was looking like Aaron Rodgers, legit. Mm -hmm. I'm not even exaggerating on that. He was looking crazy, getting hit, throwing touchdowns, scrambling out the pocket, like doing everything that we've been waiting to see from him. And so the defense for the Patriots has to be there. You know what I'm saying? They have to step up. They have to show that they are a Super Bowl playing defense because I know that Philadelphia has a Super Bowl winning, I don't know how you say that. Their defense is capable of winning the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is Nick Foles going to bring it? Because if Carson Wentz was in this game, I think that the Eagles are, I think the Patriots are the underdog. You know what I mean? So let me ask you guys this. For the Eagles, who do you think the X factor of this game is going to be? And why? And you guys don't have to have the same answer, by the way. Danny, go ahead. I think the run game's got to show up. Did I just steal your answer? Yeah, but, <laughs> no, go ahead. I, bro, you got to involve Ajayi. You got to involve Blunt on the goal line. And you need to hit the undrafted rookie from Wisconsin, Corey Clement, on the screens. You need to run all over these motherfuckers. Right. That's my X factor, the running backs on the Eagles. That's my, that's my X factor. Yeah, I'm going to say running backs as well because it's – I think the best way to beat Tom Brady is have him on the field as less as possible. The less the ball is in his hand, the less you give him the ability to clock manage and do all the things that Tom Brady does, the better chance you have of winning. So the longer drives, obviously the drives will mean nothing if you can't score. And even against the Patriots, field goals is not going to cut it. You're going to have to get in the end zone quite a bit. But to be honest, in a game like this, I mean, yeah, you take the field goals when you have them, but at some point it's probably going to come down to you. you got to Maybe some fourth and threes and fourth and twos you're going to have to go yeah. for to sustain the drive. And they've been doing that all season. Right. Fourth and two, fourth and three. Go exactly. Up. So that's not completely out of their wheelhouse, but I think it's clock management because, like I said, to keep Tom Brady off the field gives you your best chance to win. So all the running games, they're going to have to give the Patriots as many different looks in the run game as possible because Ajay, when he was in Miami, he showed that he can, you know, somewhat receive out the backfield. Obviously, Blunt's going to be your just – between the tackles, get you that first down on, like, a short down. And like you said, Clement, get him in there somehow. Have him, you know, maybe in, like, a Darren Sproles s role. Like, just give them as – you have three running backs exactly. that you might as well use Fresh all of them. Legs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. Play all your cards on the table. Whatever mm-hmm. you have, use. Yeah. And then just hope for the best. So, okay. that's And that's respectable on both sides. And it's not that I don't agree with you guys, but – I just think the running game has been pretty consistent. You know what I'm saying? Since the JGI got to Philly, their running game has been pretty consistent, and that's what they've been leaning on more since Carson Wentz has been hurt. Um, I think the X factor, in my opinion, in, in this game is going to be Zach Ertz. And I think that – because, like I said, I, I know that the defense is going to handle their own. As Obviously, I'm being optimistic, but I, I believe the defense will be able to handle their own. Um, I believe the running backs have been consistent. Obviously, Nick Foles, I mean, 
what could you do? You know what I'm saying? At this point, it's la- win the last game. You know, you, you got yourself here. You deserve this spot. And you've proven that you beat the Falcons. You've proven that you beat the Vikings. And you deserve to be playing Brady in the Super Bowl. So go out and finish the job. Why I say Zach Ertz is uh, because the Patriots' defense is not great. But once they get on top of you, that's when they start playing better. And if Zach Ertz is going to be able to open up the middle of the field or excuse me, take over the middle of the field, that, that's going to leave Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey deep threats down the field. And what did, what happened? Zach Ertz had a pretty good game last, last week. I don't even know the stats or two weeks ago. I don't know the stats, but I know he had a pretty solid game. And what happened? We saw a bomb to the right side of the field by Alshon Jeffrey, and we had a bomb to the left side of the field by Torrey Smith. Because they're being, I mean, Torrey Smith wasn't one-on-one. He beat his corner, but it was a cover two. So he beat the corner and just had a perfect ball thrown. And he made a play on a one-on-one. And I think that if you give Torrey Smith a one-on-one versus uh, Devin McCourty or Patrick Chung or, I mean, Gilmore, maybe not. But Alshon Jeffrey one-on-one versus either of them, I think they have the upper hand. You know what I mean? So if Zach Ertz can can get the first downs, get the, you know, the little chunk little chunk plays not big chunk plays but the little you know first first and ten get them to second and four you know second and six get the first down you know and I think that's just going to open the field more for one Jay Ajayi to be able to run more Laguerre Blunt to plug in through the holes and then just vertically attack downfield and when you're going to be attacking cornerbacks you're going to see some some calls because it's going to be you know somebody's going to get beat it's going to be tight it's the Super Bowl the ref's going to Throw a slag, but I think I think I like the receiver situation in Philly going mm-hmm. against the cornerbacks. Uh, if you know, like I said, Zach Ertz can get the attention off like the help. Um, let's flip it over to the Patriots. Um, if you want to start off, Justin, who you think your X factor for New England would be? Still Gronk. <laughs> it was Gronk last week, gonna be Gronk this week. It's just who do you have that can match up with him? I still don't see. If I didn't see anybody on Jacksonville, the best defense, I mean, no discredit to Eagles, but, I mean, I don't see anybody that can match up consistently with Gronk. And like you said, we knew Gronk was going to play. Yep. And then, so it's like, who, like I said, consistently can stay with that? And I don't see anybody. And then I think the other thing is they're gonna, there's going to be so much attention to, on Gronk, it's going to open up Allen. It's going to open up. You know, Chris Hogan is going to open up. Danny Amendola is going to open up. I mean, and also New England's running. They got three backs that yep. they can use themselves. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. I mean, they got a back for pretty much every and anything you can think of. So it's going to open up them, and they're plenty capable of going out wide or going in the slot. Yeah. So They also have a Wisconsin running back who last Super Bowl had three touchdowns. James White, he went off last year. James White, shout out to Broward. Word. Should have been the Super Bowl MVP last year, by the way. He should have. Mm. That's St. Thomas right there. St. Thomas Aquinas alumni. Um, And the Badger. Supposedly, his brother plays ball at LA Fitness. He told me that's his brother. I mean, I believe him. Why are you going to lie about that? So, it's pretty dope. But um, Sweet feet, White. Yeah. My dog, Sweet Feet. Let's... uh, Did you you answer for your X-Factor for the Patriots? I mean, I can kind of just feed off what you were saying about the Eagles and flip it on the other side of the field and say I think the Patriots' backfield 
is going to be the X factor. It depends. If those guys show up, Malcolm Butler, Stephon Gilmore, Patrick Chung, if they can contain that Philly pass game. Patriots defensive backs. Yeah. Sorry, you said backfield. Oh, my bad. No, no, no I was just Yeah, defense, yeah. Yeah, that's my X factor. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. I was going to say another thing is, like, if you're the Patriots as well, give them as many looks as possible. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you have – Every every offensive position with tight ends, wide receivers, backs, you can Still give them. Loaded. Yeah, you can give them so many yeah. looks and so many different packages. Yeah. And I think Brady's gonna another thing is change tempo, the tempo, change the tempo. Yeah. Don't let them get because I feel like Eagles defense are used to just you know just all out kind of just go yeah. go go because they feed off their front seven. Exactly. So if you can change up the tempo because you know they got Chris Long, Fletcher Cox, so give them different looks, give them different packages, change the tempo. And then just pretty much put the game on Nick Foles. If you're Brady, yeah. put the game on Nick Foles. Yeah, score, you score, you score. Like, let it be a you score, I score. I think the Patriots win like that. I don't think it's going to be like that because I, I know Philadelphia has one of the better defenses in the league. Um, and I'm not going to put it past them to just let somebody walk all over them. You know, it hasn't happened. So my X factor for the Patriots this week is going to be Danny Amendola. And I think that he sets a tone – for those wide receivers and how they play week in and week out. Because if Danny Amendola wasn't playing this week, or, you know, it's hard to say because he's part of the team, he's been part of the team. But if he was to sit out, Brandon Cooks and Chris Hogan, they're not getting the job done. Last week, or two weeks ago, I keep saying last week, two weeks ago in the AFC Championship, Danny Amendola basically saved the Patriots season with one third and 18 Brady threw a perfect pass, but Damian, Danny Amendola caught a perfect ball, got the first down. Later that drive, game-winning touchdown. He's merely unguardable, and he's very discredited for that. He doesn't get credited enough for how good of a route runner he is and how good of an – he gets open. You know, he can get open really easily and, and slip in that defense because of his size, of course, but also because of his route running skills and, and his knowledge of the game and obviously his knowing his quarterback. Brady, exactly, yeah. knowing his, his quarterback. So I just think that if, you know, not to say that Gronk isn't an X factor, I just think Gronk is the best player on the field. You know what I'm saying? It's expected. That's, right. that's more where I'm at with Gronk. It's expected. And with Amendola, you know, you're expecting – Consistency. You're not expecting greatness. So if he can bring that to this game versus the defensive backs who are playing really good this year for Philly and against a linebacking core that's been playing amazing, you know, over the middle, then then I think the Patriots have a good shot. Um, if you guys want to give your picks. Uh, I know Danny's ready. Danny's been ready. I'm going 23-21 New England. I think it's going to come down. The Eagles will be up by one. Brady's going to have the ball in his hands in the last minute. They're going to get the ball down the field. Goskowski's going to put it away. That's how I'm seeing it. And I hope I win. That way I don't have to spend any money on these fucking tickets. (laughs) (laughs) If we can keep it a buck. Okay. Justin? I got New England 27-21. I think it's going to play out a little bit. Like it did last year. Like, I think the Eagles, they're kind of going to use their nerves to their advantage. They're going to come out 
like I said, lay everything on the table, come on gunslinging. So they're going to lead at halftime. They're going to have maybe a decent lead. But after after halftime, third and fourth quarter, Brady's going to be like, listen, I really don't want to do this, but I kind of got to do this. I got to show you guys how it's done. Just business, not personal. Exactly. And then it's come out. And then, like I said, guns blazing, gun blazing, clock management. And that's it. So, yeah, I got them 27-21 Patriots. Okay. Um, it's tough. Uh, I think the Eagles pull this one out. I think that I'm just believing. You know, I, I'm believing in it. I'm, I'm riding the train. I mean, I'm shout, shout out to Pennsylvania. Like I said last week or two weeks ago or whatever it was, you know, um, I'm going to show love whenever I can. Nobody really likes the Patriots sitting at this table, so I don't have to show love to them. I have no reason to really care about the Patriots' success. And in all honesty, I think that the Eagles, the way they played last week, or I keep saying last week and it's pissing myself off, but the way they played against the Vikings really set a tone coming into the Super Bowl. And the way the Patriots played against the Jaguars kind of showed me that they're still human. You know, Brady's still human. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Jacksonville has the best defense in the league, but Philly, you know, is not far from them. They might be two or three teams behind them. So if... He had trouble with Jacksonville scoring like that. What is he going to do with Philly? Um, and he scored 24, 23 points against Jacksonville. I think it was 24, 20. 24 points. Yeah. And Philly put up 38 on Minnesota. So you don't know which Nick Foles is going to come play. You don't know, you know, you know which Brady is going to come play. Um, I think the it's going to be a, a bunch of field goals to start the game, but I, I'm going to go... 23 to 17, if that's not taken. I don't think it's taken, but 23-17, Philadelphia. Close game, really close game. But I think that... So we have nine picks right now. They're going to kick some field goals in the beginning and then start rolling with the touchdowns. I mean, all in all, I just want a fun, entertaining game. You know, neither of the teams are my favorite teams. Uh, I do prefer one team winning over the other, but at the end of the day, I just want to see a good game. Justin Timberlake sing his ass off um, and, you know, have a good night. Enjoy the night. Probably barbecue, do what we do. Um, So what we're going to do now is actually read off the picks that we got. Um, We have about 10 or 11, you know, predictions that people sent in. Thank you for sending them in, by the way. we're going to start off with Armando. Armando, his prediction is 28-7 Patriots. Chris, 17-14 Eagles. Colt, 28-24 Eagles. Phil, 31-24 Eagles. By the way, shout out Chris Colt, Phil, or Carlton. Yeah. Danny actually was like, yo, I'm a Colt. I'm like, yo, I don't know who Colt is. <laughs> so, Carlton. All right. Shout out to y'all. Um. Etsy, SD, sorry, I thought it was, <laughs> I read that. It's a website, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> SD said 31-27 Eagles. Keezy obviously told us 17-14 Patriots. Justin said 27-21 Patriots. I said 23-17 Eagles. Danny said 23-21 Patriots. Uh, Christian, he said 28-24 Patriots. And Ethan said 31-10 Patriots. So 
those are all the picks that we've gotten in. Um, I know we were going to do some phone calls, but um, I blame it on technical difficulties. I'll, I'll take the high road on that one. Uh, <laughs> but thank you guys for the ones that did volunteer to actually call in. There's a couple of you guys. Um, and, you know, if, if you're not, you know, I, thanks for making the pick regardless. You know, we appreciate that. Um, it was a fun episode, you know. I will talk to you guys when we know who wins the game and obviously get you guys right with those tickets, whoever gets as close as if me and Danny or Justin wins. We're not even going to worry about y'all. No, no, it's all love. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Just follow my Twitter at Julian Gores. Find, uh, find Danny on Twitter at Zone6Dan. And keep listening. Like, subscribe, share, shout out. Whatever, support, appreciate you guys, thank you. Yeah, at least I was good to you. 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 I can't make no fucking promises. Lifestyle getting out of control. Lifestyle getting ludicrous. I made a million less than a year and I blew that on stupid shit. Typed it in like how to make a million. I used to Google it. Savannah just wanted to see me perform and got hit over stupid shit I woke up and saw this shit right on my phone, they don't know who the shooter is You never know, never feel untouchable I touch your soul, made you feel so comfortable If I let you go, I would feel so skeptical Unacceptable, but I still gotta let you know Yeah that I can't make no fucking promises I can't make no fucking promises I can't make no fucking promises Yeah Lifestyle on the road, sheesh Used to always want a rollie, now I want a new two-tone gold petite Yeah, we couldn't go to Philippe's I had to be on that corner until it was morning So me and my niggas could eat I be the one with the sauce, I never thought it was sweet I got my foot in the door, they never gave me the key I had to turn to a key, even when I was a boy I was the man in the streets, I was the man with the heat I was a beast, sheesh, he had her heart But she tried to give it to me no fucking promises Shit, I'm coming with a lot of money Money comes with a lot of shit Told Mo, bring the studio to everywhere we go And that's a lot of hits Slow Mo in my videos When the lights out, all my diamonds hit Something about blue faces I like money conversations Whole lot of 20s, that's basic Nigga, fuck it, I'm shameless Can't fuck with a snitch, nigga If you get caught, don't say shit Have you ever met another nigga like me? I bet you won't say shit I went from rag to riches I bagged the bitches that gave me the straight face I hit the baddest bitches, it's sad But I had the curse the same day, I treated them bad. I wouldn't be mad if I was to get treated the same way. So treat me the same way, same way, same way. I was a savage to you. I had to give up and put on my hoes to the side. I swear if I ever left you in the cold, it's cause it was colder inside. Look, and I swear if you ever try to leave me alone, I hope you don't turn to a thot. Most of the niggas that call me only hit my phone because I get money in life. I be the one with the throne. You say you gon' take it, but nigga, we know that's a lie. Even before we was on, the money was long. Yeah, we used to fuck up the spot. Bitches was singing my song, I knew I was on. Right when I bust down the watch, niggas was hating before and they hate on me now, but don't know what to say to me now. I was gonna do it to her, but I don't really wanna use her. Keep giving excuses when you really gonna link up. Even if I sound stupid, I'ma say what's real to her. Even if you're not truthful, fuck it, I'ma still be good to you. Yeah, at least I was good to you. At least I was good to you. Yeah, at least I was good to you. At least I was good to you.